0: My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. And welcome in to a pre-Thanksgiving day edition of Judd's Hockey Show. Judd, Declan, and um, it is Wednesday, but because Thanksgiving is Thursday and things will slow down quite a bit, let's just uh, change this to Judd's Hockey Show, Declan, Reckless Speculation Wednesday. Because we're about to, let's just say we're about to take... uh, one sentence of something, and blow it up because that's how we do things. Yes. At Score North. Yep. At Score North. Sometimes so.
1: we even read tweets, and then we get you know, oh hey, uh, you know Tyson Joseph. That didn't actually happen. That was a, that was a miss. That was a
0: misquote. And it's just oh oh Mike here. Yeah, that's yeah. that's another story. Friend right of the show. We can we can get into uh, <laughs> that. That's uh, yeah. That's I I know exactly what that was about. So anyway, uh, let's start though with the. Uh, Reckless speculation. Yeah. That comes from a piece that uh, Michael Russo did in The Athletic, which really wasn't about this topic, but it was mentioned in passing and it was quickly picked up by some of the wild blockosphere. And I got to say, guys and gals, good job. Yeah. Good job. Good job because we're going to do the exact same thing. I mean, we are not above jumping on the grenade. Reckless speculation. That is that. Reckless speculation. All right. So tyson jost is gone um mm-hmm. uh, thankfully claimed by buffalo which yeah. really helped so buffalo claims him um the wild now has according to what i just looked at cap com 4.7 million or thereabouts right now in cap space which actually is pretty good because a lot of teams are well more pressed i think i think the wild's like sixth now in cap space yeah. <laughs> um and so with Joe's gone, with some cap room available, and now let's start to put the pieces of the puzzle together. Mm. The Wild in in uh, 18 games has 49 goals, 2.7 per game. That's not going to cut it. Nope. Goal tending is not really – what's funny is defense is really not the problem. Goal scoring is Fiala gone. We've talked about that. But Russo in passing mentioned Bill Guerin is exploring – uh, and he didn't make it very clear, so my yeah. guess is it's just an exploration here. So because I think Mike would have gone, Mike would have gone much stronger if like this was on the front burner, right? Like this is on the back burner, on that little small one where where like you uh, stick yeah. the pot to keep it hot, sure. But it's not like burning up; it's low, yep. it's simmering. That's the word I'm Simmer. looking for. Much like the turkey that Dawn is pr- preparing oh, for, is. for our turkey to go which she cooked last night, it's simmering in the crockpot right now. Look, uh, But what's simmering is that Garen is exploring opportunities to bring in not just any forward, but a, potentially a top six one. So, Declan, I'm going to turn it to you with all of that being said, because you have some names to add to the reckless speculation simmering. All right. Reckless so go ahead. Let's go to
1: our guy, uh, Frank Cervelli. I'm going to call him our guy. I don't think he's ever been on the show.
0: Not a friend of the show, but he is a well-known insider.
1: Yeah, NHL insider. He's on dailyfaceoff.com now. So Frank, in all of his glorious wisdom, put together uh, a list. Top 20 names to start watching as trade targets. Let the bidding bidding begin, he says. Okay. Um, And his number one target is a a guy that's on this list that we have actually explored already um, this season. Bo Horvat. So Vancouver is just... Just, just spiraling out of control here. Um, Bo Horvath's off to an incredible start. 15 goals already in like 20 games. Uh, set to be an unrestricted free agent this summer. I'm guessing this will probably be the top name uh, in terms of centers available by the trade deadline. Certainly won't come cheap. Uh, you're probably talking about a first round pick, maybe even multiple picks to get someone like this. Um, I would love to get Bo Horvath. I just don't know if Garen has the resources. And then if he trades for him, if he's going to acquire someone of this caliber that he's surrendering the capital to get, he's probably going to want to lock him up. Then, do the Wild have the space and the money to lock him up? I love this idea. I would, he would be an instant, instant upgrade in this lineup. I just don't know if there's enough uh, chips on the table, if you will, to make this trade happen.
0: Unfortunately, I'm going to deem this a complete non-starter right now because you need this right now. So, like, this is not a deadline. Like, this is not a, boy, wouldn't it be nice in March, right? This is a right now. You aren't scoring goals. Complete non-starter, and I can give you about four factors. One is the Western Conference playoff race is incredibly tight. The only teams um, that are, the, the bottom two teams are the Coyotes and Ducks. Vancouver because the uh, the last playoff spot, playoff spot eight, is I believe twenty points right now. So Vancouver's like five out. So like if they gas Boudreaux, which I think they are going to, and and they do exactly what they did last year, which is get hot with a new coach. You know they're not done yet, and I can't see them punting yet. Like there's a lot there's a lot tied up in that team. So if they are out of it at the deadline, I think he's definitely moved. I I shouldn't say that. I think he's probably moved. I think he's probably we, moved. We all thought that JT M- Miller was a goner from the Canucks last year and he actually re-signed in the offseason. So anyway, uh, complete non-starter now, can't see it, cap room also a problem and um and again you you said this too. The price there is probably more prospects cuz like if the Wild is taking a downturn here, you don't want to give up more prospects and draft picks, right? Right. Yeah, unless luckily- so, we like, of everything that
1: they surrendered last year at the deadline, you know they didn't give up that much capital. That's I think yeah. what was so at least significant capital. So yeah. th- that was that part was a win for Bill Guerin that he wasn't uh, wasn't able to do that. But yes, I I just think it's going to be too tough to pull off um, right. to do so. All right, I'm gonna give you another name here, and this is not a center, but it's a forward. And and again, this is just in the spirit of reckless
0: speculation. So top six, reckless. top six forward. That's what the report said. It did not say. It. Center, so you are you are recklessly speculating very wisely right now.
1: Timo Meyer of the San Jose Sharks, uh, a pending RFA, $6 million AAV right now. Now he is due a $10 million qualifying offer uh, in the summer. So his his next contract can get a little tricky. You can probably lock him up. You can probably forego the RFA status if you'd like. Sign him to a long-term deal. You don't have to do a bridge deal. Bridge deal might help you, I guess, in the short term. But, again, might yep. be able to figure things out in the long term. Um, he's a really good forward. Uh, he's young. He's still 26 years old. I like this fit. He would, you know, if you Timo Meyer, in my opinion, is on the same level of a Kevin Fiala guy, a guy who can get really hot, a guy who can drive offense, who can really take things over. Um, what do you think about Timo Meyer in San Jose?
0: I'm intrigued by that. I think with the age, um, again the price. I, I mean, he's in 21 games this year so far he's second on the sharks with 18 points including nine goals. Mm-hmm. The, this intrigues me. Um I think this is probably far more of a realistic conversation than Bo Horvat is right now. But all of that being said, what's the price tag? And again, if the Sharks are going to trade a guy like this, do they want to trade him now when when it's basically one team potentially or two or something like that or the deadline because the Sharks, I don't think, are good enough to make a playoff run long-term, and you could actually maximize this. That's what intrigues me, Dex, is is when we're talking about a top-six forward, if the guy is inevitably going to be traded, there's certainly a group where I think what we've learned is the team that's going to trade him eventually, if they do, is going to walk it up to the deadline, because sure. that's where you get the bidding, right? So yes, but this intrigues me. I think this is... I would declare the Horvat idea right now a complete non-starter. I think this at least has a few legs.
1: Okay. Yeah, and Do also You agree? Yeah, the the qualifying offer is a little weird because I believe if he accepts it then you're on the hook for it, but he might deny yeah. it because then me- that means he can get a long-term deal with more yeah. long-term money if it's not 10 million per and he's not going to get 10 million per um in a long-term yeah. deal. Probably again, he's he's making 6 right now. Um so he's probably going to make somewhere between six and seven between his next contract. So does he want that instead of accepting a $10 million qualifying offer? And that honestly could scare off teams in general because if the player accepts it, well, then that team is on the hook to paying a, a good but not great player $10 million per season, which is a lot of cash.
0: That um, sounds like NHL. a problem. Yeah, that does sound like a there would need to be very clear clarification before you pull the trigger on that.
1: This next so. name is kind of interesting. So uh, Anthony Duclair in Florida. So Duclair is still coming back from his injury. He had an Achilles injury, but he's set to return around Christmas. Now, Florida has to be cap compliant by the time he is activated. Florida is pinching pennies right now to make sure that their salary cap works. When he is active and healthy, someone has to move. Someone has to go. Now, what usually happens in these situations is someone else gets injured. And they put someone on long-term IR. They put someone on IR. And then all of a sudden, Duclair kind of absorbs some of that blow. But Anthony Duclair, last season, 31 goals, 27 assists. He's under contract for only $3 million AAV AAV uh, through next season. Now, again, Florida has to has this weird cap situation um they went through this transitional phase where they look like they were going to be make a deep cup run but then they can't figure out the tampa bay lightning kind of reminds me of the wild against the blackhawks from like eight years ago where it's a good team um yeah. and that florida team is honestly probably even better than those wild teams but they just can't solve tampa bay they make a little shake up last year right they they kind of overhaul their roster to a degree what do you think about though anthony duclair he's cheap he is coming off a major injury but Florida, again, has to make some type of move by the time he's active here in about a month.
0: Oh, boy, this guy's career, excuse me, is so intriguing uh, because just a, just since 2018-19, okay, Dex? He's gone from 19 goals, not bad, the next year with the Senators, 23 goals. Then he goes to Florida, and, and he's hurt, so he plays in 43 games and scores 10 goals. And then, to your point, he comes back last year and gets 31 goals in 74 games, coming off an Achilles really can really worries me. Um, you're going to be so so like he's not playing now. To your point again, right. and you're going to throw him in there, and you need help goal scoring right now. Like I think this is the most realistic name as far as a potential trade. What what's his contract?
1: He's only making again. three million dollars AAV. AV. Okay, very so reasonable. this is the
0: most. This is the most realistic name on the on the non friend of the show Cervelli's list, but that be but that that problem there is he's also potentially not going to step in and help you when you need help yesterday. So like I think that's the I think that's the sticking point. The contract not bad. Uh, the player can certainly score, but he's coming off a very significant injury. And are you going to acquire him and give give up what you need to? to get a guy, Dex, who you hope can step in in December, but you're not quite sure. Very high risk. I don't see it happening. You?
1: Yeah, I, it depends on what you're going to give up to get this guy. Um, mm-hmm. Is Florida just going to say, hey, two reasons. If if they're not willing to give up a significant asset, that, that might tell me right there that they don't really believe that that injury, he's going to be the same player post-injury, right? So they're like, screw it. Goodbye. I, we don't want to do de- like, thanks for your services. Is a good player when healthy, but he just had a Keeley surgery. Um, he's 27 going on 28. He is under contract beyond this season again for a very reasonable, uh, cost at 3 million per. So if you're heriting a goal score, that's in, you know, scoring 27, 30 goals for 3 million AAV, that's the best bargain around. Um, but again, what, are, what would the wild have to give up? Probably a third, maybe even a second. Um, yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what the return looks like. I'm interested in the player. I would love the player to be honest, and if that means I still have to wait another month, I'm mostly okay with that. I can wait a little I bit. I need help. But you need I help, need right, help now. right now. You need help right now.
0: I need help right now. Tonight,
1: uh, the next player on this list, I actually think is this is the most obtainable guy. I think All even right. I have kicked around this guy before to you in years past on Judd's Hockey Show, uh, Jack Roslavic. Rizlo- uh, from, who's now in the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's played for Winnipeg a lot. Yep. Um, He is having a slow start for Columbus. Just one goal in 15 games. But this is a guy who was removed from a 22-goal campaign last season with Columbus. He has scored double-digit goals three other times. Um, this year is actually winning face-offs. But uh, in the past, he's kind of not been great at face-offs. But $4 million AAV. A nice player who probably could use a little bit of a change of scenery. Columbus isn't doing anything. Um, a former first-round pick. He's still only 25. He'll be 26 uh, in January. But this is someone I think that would actually make a lot of sense. He's having a down season, so it's a buy-low candidate. Um, it helps you fit a need at center. Although he's not a game-changing center, he is still a top-six kind of guy. Uh, what do you think about Jack Reslavik, uh in Columbus?
0: Okay, this is really... This is... Yes, you're probably right. This is the one that that if you think that change of scenery is going to help boost him, it makes the most sense. First round pick of the Jets in 15. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's actually from Columbus. Yeah, he's a Columbus That's the intriguing thing. So, like, he's from there. He went home, and and if I'm not mistaken, the Pierre-Luc Dubois trade. Yes,
1: he's a big part of that.
0: To the Blue Jackets. Um, You know what? Yeah, so this intrigues me. Because here's the thing that keeps coming to mind when when we hear that Bill Guerin is kicking the tires, and then we recklessly speculate. On a top six forward, not a bottom six one, okay? Who's it going to be at this point? Because, like, you're looking, you're not going to get, there's, for the most part, teams are not going to trade guys right now, because how many teams are set to punt? Yeah. So like, and again, if it was a bottom six guy, I'd be like, okay, that's not, that's not too hard. Top six guys, different story. Um, And, you know, certainly if it's a trade deadline guy, I think he sticks around until closer to the deadline when there is more bidding. Roslavik makes some sense here because like you, you pointed out, he's off to a slow start. And so if, if you now, he would probably not come cheaply. That's the thing. And the other the other thing we don't know that I'd love to have a better feel for, and I feel like we are getting mixed messages from the wild, is what are their intentions here, too? Because um, if you're going to trade a high draft pick or you're going to trade a decent prospect, you are stating that your intention is to do what this year? Try and make the playoffs? Try and make a run, which I don't, you know... Uh, a year ago, I was mistaken, but I thought they had the potential.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You? No, yes, absolutely. I thought they are going to make a run. This
0: team, this team, I don't see that. Like, like, I don't see a run. So I would love to know from Garen, Leopold, Evison, what are your intentions here? But this name, if you're going to get a top six guy and hope that he gets a spark, uh, perhaps by, you know, perhaps going home didn't do Roslovic much good, this name intrigues me the most, and I think it's probably the – type of guy that yes you can plug him in immediately and and if you think he might get hot it's worth a worth a chance but there are so many unanswered questions in my mind about what this team is doing right now
1: uh last name here for you uh this one i'm actually very intrigued by i would love it um sean monahan in montreal who got basically sent out of calgary because they didn't want to pay him um really good player for calgary for a long time now he's with the canadians uh, he has three goals, ten points in eighteen games. He is a pending UFA. He makes decent coin. Uh, makes six point three AAV. So he's a pending UFA. He's twenty eight. He's a center. Has a history of scoring a lot of goals. Um, what about Sean Monahan in Montreal?
0: Also makes a lot of sense uh, if you can fit the cap in. Yeah, that's that's the problem. And so he does intrigue me. Um, I think Montreal is although who knows. I think they're smart enough to know that there is a that there is a a ceiling on their season. I saw them just get hammered by Buffalo <laughs> last night. I watched that game and it was not pretty. Um and I would guess the price wouldn't be huge here. So yes, the last two names depending on what the the Rosler potential would be to give up a lot more. This would be to give up I in my opinion, a draft pick or something like that. Yeah,
1: he he's trending to be a rental just because he's a UFA. Yeah. Um
0: I don't think there's a big bidding war for him though at the deadline. So like I think you could I think if you offered up the right package, he could be pried away immediately. Um and if you do that though, you know, then your intention is we're better than, you know, we we've got more here to give. Right. Uh but you know, when you're scoring 2.7 goals per game, Dex, yeah. I don't blame you for. Pers- I don't blame you for at least kicking the tires on some guys who could put the biscuit in the basket.
1: No, absolutely, and and those these are the fun names to start with, right? Like it's it's early to your point. Reckless. We're still at Thanksgiving. We're still looking for that identity. We don't really know what uh, what stop. team the Wild want to be. <laughs>
0: stop! Uh, I stop I believing I just... that. I, I, I keep reading it. No, I, I don't blame you, but. I keep reading the identity thing. Your identity is you suck at goal scoring. Yeah. Like, is that that what you want it to be? And, by the way, if you had listened to Judd's – By the way, if you listened to Judd's hockey show a year ago, I believe it was Declan Goff who kept saying, I hate to say this, but regression's coming for guys.
1: I did. I tried to tease you at it.
0: Foligno, you – did nothing but tell us. that. I, I I just I just
1: try to get people on the scent a little bit more. Some people call me a clickbait artist or you don't know what you're watching, so but you, that's well, it that is a different thing. You are a clickbait you, I am artist. A clickbait I think artist. you know what
0: you're watching, but you are a clickbait
1: artist. Uh, Judd, before we get into some latest wild news here, two things. I want to talk to my talk to you about my friends at Lake Ridge Liquors Lake Ridge. off 694 and Rice Street. A thousand wine in stock, ton of craft beer selection, including a lot of Surly. So a lot of silly beer selection there. It's great prices. It's locally owned and operated too by Minnesota sports fans. So maybe you go to check out there. Maybe you can shoot the breeze about the wild. Maybe you mentioned Judd's Hockey Show. And when you mention Judd's Hockey Show or Score North, they, when you sign up for their rewards program, they will comp you five bucks on your next visit. What's what's more? What do you need more than life, Judd? You got, you got your booze. You're talking, you're talking some puck. You even get paid to be in there on your next visit. Those are all the three things I've always been looking for in life.
0: But you get paid.
1: Yeah, you get paid.
0: It's incredible.
1: And to shoot the breeze with some great wild talk at Lake Ridge Lickers, go check them out there in Badness Heights off 694 and Rice Street, Lake Ridge Lickers. And of course, Judd, you have a new friend on the show. You have a new bar that's just stumbling distance from the Zolgad estate. Where was Judd on Monday, and where will Judd plan to be to watch more wild
0: games uh, this season? In fact, I will be there again next Monday night, too, for football. That would be Park Tavern in St. Louis Park. Um, um, a- actually, you know what? Very close to me right here in the park. Uh, and, and I want to tell you right now about a, a Black Friday opportunity, oh. but don't tell anybody else Okay. because score North viewers and listeners, I'm going to clue you into a deal from park tavern, which is a great gift idea or flat out could save you some Hard earned cash. All right. In front of me, I've got a, oh. I've got a Black Friday special offer park tavern card available only in person. And as you can see, it's available. The deal is yeah. 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. on Friday. Okay. Black Friday. Here's Friday. the deal though. Here's the deal. Buy, buy the, the what $100 gift card and you get a $50 bonus gift card. Now, after Friday, this goes from, 50 bucks on the bonus declan to 25 bucks. Okay. But it's available for the rest of December or until supplies last. If you go in and say, I heard about this gift card on Score North. Judd's hockey show, Purple Daily, Mackie and Judd. I don't care. Just say the magic words, Score North. And this deal With the $50 bonus gift card is available through the end of December. Park Tavern, a great place to throw a party, a great place to watch a game, a great place to get good food and meet with friends right off of Louisiana Avenue South in St. Louis Park Park Tavern. They've been around for 42 years. Check them out. Get the gift card. You must go in. But you know what? Go in and drink us early.
1: Love it. Uh, Judd, latest wild news here. So uh, we're shaking up the lines a little bit um your guy colin Gallagher uh, uh, yeah, i uh, got alex gogowski uh, is, is a, it gets the big yeah. emotional goal good for him, and then all of a sudden we see he's on the top power play unit when we uh, drop the puck potentially on wednesday night
0: yeah i'm not gonna lie here um dean everson is is rubbing me the wrong way right now oh boy. um so all right. We're recording this on Wednesday morning. The Wild is going to play the Jets tonight um, at the X, and then they're going to play the Maple Leafs on Black Friday. Uh, And so what we saw is that the Goose has been put on the top power play. And, yes, he had the emotional overtime goal in his 1,000th game on Saturday against the Hurricanes. Um, Now, what we have seen is indications, and Dino would not, reveal this for sure that Kalen Addison not only taken off the first power play Declan. Yep. But also potentially scratched. Now against Carolina they played 7D, but they were down a forward. Right. So I just want to say this as a preemptive strike, okay? If Kalen Addison is scratched, what are you doing? What are you doing? First of all, if anyone should be scratched, it's Dumba. Dumba. Second of all, second of all, the Goligoski thing. God bless him. His parents were there a thousandth game, but really you hadn't cool. played him in like three weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you hadn't played him in three weeks. How he got on the ice in OT, three on three OT is an act of God, and it's still a great. It's why we love sports. But you're telling me that Kalen Addison might sit now. Look at the look at the stats. Look at the metrics. Kalen Addison might not be Robert Gordon or. But he sure as hell doesn't deserve to sit and you're developing. That's what, that's my question. What are your intentions here? Are you trying to develop players or are you trying to milk old men for what they're worth before they're done playing? And the second point is Marco Rossi was scratched on Saturday to supposedly get right. Okay. Right. Marco Rossi scratched to get right. And then Marco Rossi said yesterday because there have been, uh, I believe, Russo wrote that it looked, or he tweeted that, that it looked like there was a good chance he was going to get sent down to the Iowa Wild. Russo had tweeted that, and Rossi talked about, well, yeah, but I'd rather practice here, and I like being here. Yeah, everybody, get your act together. I agree.
1: The whole thing's very strange. You know, Kayon Addison has gotten off to a, a slower start. Last eleven games, just just one assist. Um, it did come like, on is the power he play.
0: But is he trending poorly? Do you, like, is is he a disaster?
1: I don't think so. I, and he's been playing about seventeen minutes a night, so he's playing a, a a good amount of minutes. A lot of that came early on, but even against Carolina, he barely played. I mean, he only played seven thirty four. Uh, so he basically got benched or or barely used because, of, yes, the situation of seven D um, down a forward. It, it's strange. I, I just I would not want to. Be... Awesome moment for Goligoski. I guess yes. you could say that he earns a spot in the lineup for how he played, but I don't like it that it comes at the cost of a no. top prospect and, and, and a guy who, in, in the first you know eight games of season, and has been running your power play. I don't like that. I, I don't. I don't love I hate that. It. And I, I don't think it's going to be a long term thing for the Wild. I think the Goose maybe plays in forty five games this season at the max. It's probably even going to be under that.
0: It feels like Dean though is desperately trying to spark things through veterans at times. And you know what? Here's something else. Just before we wrap up that pisses me off, okay? So, so Dean's guy, Freddie Goudreau, was the you know the first line guy, right? And they finally said, okay, that's not good. That's not a good idea. He is in no way, shape, or form a first line center. He is a hard-working center slash winger. All right. So now they say, okay, we're gonna take another, we're gonna take another jag. Sammy Steele, who played great on Saturday. And we're going to put him on the first line. Let me ask you a question. Why do you think Sam Steele played so well? Which, by the way, I don't expect to keep up in perpetuity. Why do you think he played so well?
1: Because he was motivated, Judd. He got put in a spot to uh, to, to
0: shine. Yes, he did. And guess what he played with? High-end talent. And so he felt good about himself. I wonder what Marco Rossi would do if given the same chance. I agree. But he can't. He's he's not ready. And he's this whole thing of he's practicing and that no, he needs to play in games, and he's not and he's not in his first year out of the draft. Okay, it's just I don't. Again, what are your intentions? Bill Guerin told us on this show, and I loved it last year. What what did he say about Marco Rossi? He's not going to be here to play a bottom six role. Correct. He's, he's in the league. press box. Yeah, I don't like it.
1: Just send him to Iowa. Just send him to Iowa. Go down. Have fun in Des Moines. Or just buddy. put him
0: in Sam Steele's place and see what happens. Also, that too. Sam, Jags get, when Jags play well because they feel good, what could Marco Rossi do? And oh, oh you know, buddy, might get, they might give up some goals. They can't score goals. No, they can't. I, I can't believe this administration is working me up like, Billy, give me a call. We got to talk. We 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 gotta talk about this.
1: We can we can. God have a joy. good Thanksgiving, Bill Guerin and the rest of Minnesota Wild fans. You know, Judd's Hockey Show will be back uh, later on this weekend and whatnot to recap, find some games. There's three days off again next week. I, 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 I saw I'm, your tweets. I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset about it. But uh, regardless, hit the subscribe button for daily Minnesota sports entertainment on this YouTube channel. Pass shoot score.